Welcome to the Hannah Ashton Podcast, the show for the influencer, entrepreneur, and boss babe. Hey guys, it's Hannah. Welcome to another episode. So today I am talking with Arlie from the Authenticus blog, and we are going to be talking about her recipe for an authentic life. So Arlie is a proud redhead and a junior in high school. She loves writing and poetry and government and loves to think deeply about things that are just usually skimmed over, which is why I'm in love with today's episode because we talk about some subjects that I feel like are really unusual for my podcast and I really loved this conversation. So I am so excited to jump right on in. Okay, my dog is barking in the background, but you know, keeping it real guys. Okay, here we go. Hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, Arlie, welcome to the show. Hi, it's so good to be on here. I am so excited to share your recipe for an authentic life because I think authenticity is something that we all strive for and it's very big in the blogger world. You know, everyone's talking about it, but it's it's hard to kind of not achieve it, but show your authenticity compared to another's authenticity, you know, like it's different for everyone, I feel like. But I really loved the points that you have on how you like to be authentic in your life and how you do it. So the first question I have for you is kind of how you came up with this recipe for an authentic life. Yeah, so I kind of wanted to formulate my blog around a couple main points um, because I had started a blog in December and I didn't really have a direction with it. I was just kind of writing whatever I wanted on there, um, which was great, but I wanted more structure. So I came up with this one post that I was hoping to categorize everything on my blog under. We're going to go through the four keys um, of your recipe, the four ingredients, I guess you could say. How did you kind of come up with those? Was it just through your life as a high school student? Um, And tell us a little bit about your life as well, what it consists of. Yeah, so I came up with those. I was just brainstorming for that post, and I actually had my notes section on my phone out, and I was typing, and I was getting all these ideas. Oh my gosh, I'm coming up with these four different like components, and then they were all C's, so I was pretty happy about that. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. And then uh, my life in general, I am really into government. Um, I'm. I chair on a council, a youth council, a government affairs subcommittee. So it's really fun. We actually got a law passed this year um, and I testified for that and everything. And it lowered the age of organ donation in Idaho uh, from 16 to 15. So now when you're 15, instead of 16, you can voluntarily donate organs in Idaho. So I thought that was pretty cool. That is awesome. We'll just kind of jump into these key components of an authentic life and talk about each section. And yeah, so what would be your first ingredient? So the first ingredient, um, they're in no particular order, but one of them would be care. So I categorize that by um, caring for others and for yourself. So I think that both of those are important. And caring for others, uh, you can do things like giving and um, donation and that kind of thing. And also just caring about the people around you um, and their feelings and just, you know, everything about people. And for yourself, um, there's a couple different things you can do, like physical and mental. Um, So physical, you know, get sleep, exercise, um, drink water, eat healthy, all those things. 
and then mental is like taking breaks and um, just giving yourself some time to do what you like to do. Yes, I love how you pointed out the difference between physical and mental self-love because I think we focus a lot on the physical too, you know, people will say, take a bath, you know, eat some chocolate, like, but I, it's so important to also take care of the mental side because for me, like I, I, I pride myself in taking many baths a week, you know, eating sweets when I want to, or having a healthy item when I want to. But um, something that I lack in is the mental self-love that I'm trying to really work into because, you know, getting into meditation or just mindfulness or journaling or um, talking to someone, whether that's a therapist or a good friend, I think it's all, it's all super important for being authentic because when you're connected with like in yourself, then you can share that connection with others. And I feel like that's a big part of authenticity is sharing that connection of yourself and showing your true self. I always think about like, even though physical health is really important and it helps with our mental health, like there's people who are super ripped or have the perfect body, you know, and they're just, you know, not very nice people. So I think, and they don't have good mental health. Um, And then it doesn't really matter how fit you are you know? So I think that's really important to remember. So true. So what is your next key component? So the second one is creativity. Um, I think this is so important. I think that we were created to create. And one thing that some people say, like, is I'm not creative. Like I don't do art or write or anything. And I think there's so many ways to be creative. It's not just like the cliche ways, like, you know, blogging like I do. Um, I happen to have a more traditional way of being creative, but some people love math and they can be creative by solving a math problem in a different way. Or some people like building things um, or just at their job, they know how to do things in a new way that nobody has uh, thought of before. So there's so many ways that you can be creative. And I think that it's so important because it like makes you stand out. Um, And it shows that, you know, you're not just like a machine just pumping out work. Um, You're creating original things that have value to people. Absolutely. I feel like a new way to look at creativity is innovation. Like you said, like in your career, in your job or in your group project at school, like if you're, if you're in a group or something and there's a problem, it's not working, things aren't working. Um, having that creativity is a big part of like innovation. Like you said, coming up with new ideas. And I think you can really call anyone an artist because we're all just artists of life, as I would say, and also Lavender, that's like her motto. Um, yes. And something that just happened to me today was I was getting my prom dress hemmed. Woo. <laughs> it's exciting. I got it altered today, my prom dress. Oh my gosh. Look at that. We're both on the same schedules here. Um, anyway, so I went to this amazing seamstress and her assistant was like, we were talking about how great she was. And her assistant was like, yeah, she's truly an artist. Like the way she looks at a dress and, you know, she's not even making the dresses, but just the way she understands how they work and how it can be made better. You know, just being an artist at whatever you do and creativity is a huge part like of being authentic. Okay. So what's number three? So number three is connection. And I split this up into a few different things. So connecting outside of ourselves um, with our friends and family, our community, and God. Um, I believe that it's so important to have relationships and connect with other people um, because nobody wants to just like live alone and, uh, you know, just not have anyone to talk to. Um, What would we be living for if we were doing that? Um, 
So I think that we were made to have relationships and support each other and have real conversations, um, not just like shallow relationships where we don't really know other people. Um, and then getting involved in your community. I think that's really important for your mental health and um, just your overall well-being because it makes you feel like you're connected to something outside of yourself and um, you can volunteer. There's all kinds of extracurriculars you can do um, to help out your community or you can just like start a book club with your friends if you like reading. There's so many things you can do. And then connecting with God gives me perspective daily. Um, so I do a devotional and pray every day. And uh, I wouldn't have a great day if I didn't do this. Um, so those are kind of the three things that are good to connect to. Uh, this one is so good because when you think of someone who's really authentic, uh, you don't think of them as being very full of themselves. They're very down to earth and they're very personal people. You know, we see, I feel like I see a lot of people on social media and in the world today, just on the news that are, it's all about them and what they, what they did, what they're doing, you know, what parties they're going to, whatever. But like you, like you said, when you really connect with, with something greater than yourself, uh, a project, nonprofit, a, a community, um, that's when you can really step outside of the, oh my goodness, I'm so great and live a more life that's authentic to others and creating that connection. And another point I, I uh, was thinking about while you were speaking was I find uh, it's really hard to balance all of these aspects. Like if I am thriving in being connected to community, like to my friends or whatever, then like my spiritual connection will take a hit or the opposite. Like if I'm really connected in a spiritual way, sometimes my community side will take a hit. And that's just something I struggle with being completely honest here. Um, that I think it's, it's important to have a good balance. Yeah, I think so too. And like I said, I do a devotional and pray every day and that's mostly true. Um, of course, like I'm not perfect. And so I try to do it every day, but just like you said, um, when sometimes when you have too much of one thing, like another thing will kind of drop to the bottom. So, but I think it's also important to just like have grace with yourself. Um, you know, you can't be perfect all the time and, um, a perfect person would be boring. So absolutely okay so what is your last ingredient number four so number four is the most important i think and it kind of ties everything together so it is courage and i think that we have to have courage to do all of those things that i just talked about um because a lot of people are going to be like oh why are well like why are you taking time to do that or um like, why would you wake up early and do all this when you could just sleep in? Uh, I know that's something a lot of people have told me. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's sometimes when you're doing things differently uh, than other people, people criticize you. And it takes a lot of courage to um, just kind of ignore that and know that you're doing um, the right thing and just to care, be creative, and connect, it also takes courage, and E.E. E. Cummings has this quote that kind of summarizes that, and I really like it. It says, to be nobody but myself in a world which is doing its best night and day to make me somebody else means to fight the hardest battle any human can fight and never stop fighting. That is awesome, and I actually, it's funny because today I uploaded a video about kind of 
people's side comments or judgments on other people's life decisions. And I find most people judge others when they're doing something to better themselves, when they're going after the career they want, or like you said, waking up early and trying to get more done in the day. Like to them, you know, if they're kind of stuck in where they're at, it may seem crazy and they may be jealous and may come from a place of jealousy or it may just be come from a place of confusion. Like they've never seen someone, you know, improve themselves in that kind of way. And you're showing that to them and it's just new. So I think what you said is huge. Like you need to have the courage to step outside of the norm and do what you need to do to improve yourself. And um, I, this is all connecting so well, but I answered an interview question yesterday about like, what would you tell the girl who's afraid of doing something different or being judged for doing something different? And this is just my personal advice um, for this that I find is I have to look at the bigger picture and see if that outweighs the awkwardness, the, uh, the sadness of the moment, you know? So yes, I may be waking up earlier or changing my life in this way. And in five years from now, that's going to benefit my life in this way. And this is how I'm being brought down in the moment. And, you know, in five years from now, do those goals I have that I'll be reaching by then, does that outweigh the moment? And if it does, then that's kind of what gives me the courage and the bravery to continue. Um, But how do you like to find courage in your own life? I think I find it, well, I've always kind of just, you know, done my own thing and, um, just kind of ignored what other people say for better or for worse. Sometimes I ignore things I should listen to, but um, I think that's generally helped me uh, as a personality trait. And I kind of just remember that like, I'm not do like, I'm not living, like I'm not living my life for, you know, that person over there that criticized me. And in the end, like their opinion of me really doesn't mean anything. Um, and what matters is the people I know and um, just where I know that I personally am. So it's kind of like people are going to think all sorts of things. You can never please anyone. Everyone isn't going to agree with your decisions. And you just have to be okay with that and know that um, you're doing the right thing. I love it. So we've talked a lot about being authentic in our lives, you know, and with our friends in real life. How do you find you like to be authentic as a blogger when people don't know you as well, when it's just words and some pictures? How do you be authentic through that? Well, um, I do a lot of poetry on my blogs. Um, I love poetry. And I think that's one way to be authentic because I think that poetry is so beautiful because it kind of helps you to describe something that you can't really put into normal writing um like if you're feeling kind of sad and tired but also hopeful like you could write that all out in a paragraph or you could put it in really beautiful words so i be authentic on my blog by publishing poems um and i know that's not a lot of uh, something that a lot of teenagers do and so you know I could probably be judged for putting out poetry um, and it is kind of vulnerable to put out poetry because you're like is it good or not um, you know there's poetry critics and all that and I don't have a lot of training but I know that I love writing poetry and it's a good way to express what I'm feeling so that's one way and another way is um, I have chosen not to have Instagram and I seriously considered getting it for my blog. Um, but I decided in the end that with my values and um, just kind of how I want to live my life, it 
uh, would not be worth it. And I do that because like I could have changed my values and gotten that. Um, and definitely it was just for a choice for me. I'm not saying that nobody should have Instagram. Um, but for me, it was the right choice to not do that. Um, so even though there were a lot of things that made me want to do it, like every time I go back to the reasoning that I have in the beginning. And so I might be more successful if I had Instagram, but I think that I'm not going to, um, compromise on that. At least I won't change right now. Like, and I just do put my authentic feelings out there. I don't really try to put an image out. That's, I love that. And Arlie, you are such a unique soul. Um, I was I was not expecting those answers, to be honest. And touching on the first one, the poetry one, I think a way, I think a way that people can um, apply this to their own blogs or their own channels is, guys, focus on what makes you unique. And then when you show your true selves and your uniqueness, that's when authenticity really shows through. So like you said, poems aren't the most loved thing by most teenagers. I currently have a poetry project doing a week, so I'm going to go to your blog for some inspiration. Um, but you know, it's what makes you unique. And like you said, you're interested in government, like all of these things are so, so um, awesome in their own way. And so listeners out there, like if you have something that maybe you try to hide in the past because it's not trending, it's not cool. Like, don't be afraid to share it because that's really what's going to set you apart in authenticity and going along with, um, um, so going along with your decision to not have Instagram, I think that's such a courageous decision in itself because it is something that's really growing. And, um, just, I love how you're not compromising on any morals or values that you have about it. And again, that just shows so much authenticity. How many times can we say that word authenticity in one, like 20 minutes? I don't know, but it's great. <laughs> Arlie. So the last question I have for you is what is your favorite quote of the moment and why? Okay, so I actually have a bullet journal, and I was looking for a quote to put in it, uh, like at the beginning, and I watched The Little Prince um, on Netflix, and it's like a Netflix original, but it's so good, one of my favorite movies, and in there, um, I could say the writer's name, but they're French, and I'm not French, so <laughs> I don't think I want to do that, but here's the quote. It's, it is only with the heart that one can see rightly. What is essential is invisible to the eye. So that just reminds me like that the things that are really important um, aren't material things like they aren't the next iPhone or, you know, if I have good fashionable clothes or not, um, or, you know, if I'm popular, the, those things don't really matter as much as like love and you know, friendships and family and all those things that we can't see. So that's my favorite quote of the moment. I love it. And Arlie, it's been such a great time talking with you. I think your rawness and maybe just like so strong and confident in yourself, like, um, is really refreshing and how, you know, what you decide your morals and values may not be, you know, the popular opinion or, uh, you know, what's trending, like I said, but you know, you're so strong with it that it makes it amazing. And yeah, I, I've just loved talking to you in this episode and I really hope it was helpful to any listening. It was more of a, a deeper conversation than talking about social media um, or blogging like I do on this podcast, but I really loved it. And I just want to thank you again for coming on. Thank you so much. You've inspired me so much with your YouTube videos and blog and everything. Um, to start my own blog too.
I am so, so, so glad. And, you know, that's what we're all here to do. We're all just here to inspire each other and keep the loop rolling. So thank you again, Arlie. And guys, to follow her and follow her blog um, for more amazing articles, go to hannahashton.com under podcast, and it'll be in the show notes of this episode. So now I want to know how you guys like to live an authentic life or how you like to be authentic on social media or your blogs. So leave me a comment on SoundCloud or on social media letting me know how you live your life authentically. And guys, it is now time for the listener spotlight. And I just want to give you my surroundings right now. It is currently 6.30 in the morning on a Wednesday before this is going up. And I haven't even had coffee yet. I'm so hungry. I can't wait to go get some coffee. But first, we got to edit the podcast, right? Absolutely. So the listener spotlight is where I highlight a listener at the end of every episode. I basically read their review of the podcast on iTunes and just say thank you because by leaving a rating and review, you guys are helping others find the show, help us get ranked on iTunes, and it's just great. So this is by Anelia Melissa. Maybe I said that right. She writes, I love your podcast, Hannah. You motivate and inspire me so much as well as your guests, and I love to listen to all your interviews. I've learned so much from your podcasts. And then a suggestion she has is to put the podcast on Spotify so more people will be able to listen to it through there, which I am right there with you, girl. I would love to put the podcast on Spotify. It is a bit more of a tedious application, but I do know someone who got their podcast on Spotify, so maybe I'll give them a call and see how we can set this up because I love Spotify too. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoy Post on your Instagram story, send me a DM if you're listening, whatever you want to do, and I will see you, not see you, okay, Hannah, this is not YouTube, I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye.